Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ministry Staff Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Giddens. If you serve, volunteer, you're on staff at any type of ministry, an evangelistic association or a church or or any type of ministry, this is the podcast you want to be listening to on a regular basis. We're we're here to help you succeed in ministry and help your ministry succeed through you. That's what we're doing here. Listen, today we are talking, actually it's a series we're starting, Lines You Can't Cross. These are things you absolutely can't do because they're going to destroy your ability to succeed in ministry and they're actually going to begin to destroy you personally. And these aren't the obvious things. These are some subtle things that a lot of people miss that that uh, in my uh, 25 years of experience, I've seen a lot lot of people uh, do these things and, and it really hinders them and hinders them. And then years down the road, it completely separates them, not only from ministry, but in their personal life, it separates them from God. And we do not want that happening. That is not why we're here. We're going to be dealing with those things. The next several podcasts, lines you cannot cross. So let's, let's, let's do this. Let's set this up. Listen, there is so much that happens in our heart. So many things that goes on that are good, so many things that are bad, and so many things that come across our life. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 says this. It's the New Living Translation. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Let me, let me read that again. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Listen, that is a serious scripture. Guard your heart above all other things. Guard it, protect it, because from it flows every other part of your life. Everything comes out of your heart. We're dealing with a part of that today in our Lines You Can't Cross series. Listen, in every area of life, there are negative experiences. And and this is the truth about negative experiences. They can either derail you park you on the side of the road, flatten all your tires, take the wind out of your sails, or they can propel you. It can be an opportunity for the grace of God to flow in your life, for you to get things out of your life that don't need to be there and put new things of God in there that will move you forward. It's a chance for you to walk out the gospel that you claim to live by. It's a chance for you to have a testimony of how God brought you through it, of how God did something great in your life, out of how God changed this negative experience into an absolutely great and monumental thing in your life. And all those things are great. And we're talking a little bit about that. Listen, here's here's what I want to get into. The, The things in their heart that are negative, they can derail you or propel you. So here is the title that we're giving to. Here's the line you can't cross. Here it is today. Showing dishonor when you're wronged. Showing dishonor when you feel that you have been wronged. That is what we're dealing with today. And listen, I've done this plenty. I'm not I'm not saying, hey, I read this and I want to talk to you about it. What I'm saying is, since I did this so much and I saw how negative it was in my life, and then I changed the way I responded when I felt like others had done me wrong, and it did so much good in my life, I want to share that with you. I'm not saying I think this is right. I'm saying I have lived this both ways and showing honor to others when you think you've been wrong, man, it's the way to go all day long. So look at this. I, I, I've, I've done this plenty. I, I've shown on it. Somebody's wrong. And listen, some, sometimes when I feel like I've been wrong, maybe it's just it's not true. Maybe I'm just having a bad day and wearing my feelings on my shoulder. It's not the case. Sometimes it is absolutely true. 
I was treated unfairly, unjustly. I was lied about, and somebody, somebody, or some group of people really stood against me and, and was not right. It was spiteful and it was mean, and I have responded poorly. And I've had to go many times and apologize for the way I responded. And side note, I didn't go to someone and say, "Listen, you treated me really bad." And I responded bad. Please forgive me. No, no, no. I didn't even bring up what they did. I just said, hey, I, I've done wrong. Okay, I, I, I treated you poorly. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. It's important. It's important that you do that. You're not there to point out their wrongs. You're there to deal with your wrong. Hmm. All right. There's many occasions that get us upset and bothered by those that we serve with, those that we work with. Listen, we're all human. We don't do everything. Sometimes they're doing something wrong, but sometimes it's just us having a bad day. Sometimes they're not being honorable in the ministry where they're serving when, when no one's looking. Sometimes they're treating the equipment bad or they're treating, treating the facility poorly. And you're like, man, gosh, this is all we've got. Don't do that with it. That, you know, sometimes they're sleeping on the job. And, and I don't mean, well, I mean, they could be literally sleeping on the job, but sometimes they're they're not paying any attention to the responsibilities. They're not taking it seriously, and you work around people that aren't perfect. Maybe they're treating you poorly. Maybe they're having a really bad day, and they're taking it out on you. Listen, I've been on the receiving end of that many times. Sometimes you're working with people that have done wrong, and they're just trying to drag others into it to share the blame. Listen, I've been there. I've done that. I've been a part of that. I've had that happen in my life. It's not good. But if we let those things get down into our heart, they're going to derail us. So how do we keep that? How do we show honor when we don't feel like any honor is due? In fact, when we feel like we've been treated dishonorable by a person and now we know the right thing to do is to show them honor. How do we get across that that expanse? How do we cross that bridge from saying, I wish they would get run over by a bus to saying, you know what, in the name of Jesus, God is going to bless him, and I'm happy for him. Well, let's look, let's look at the Bible. Luke chapter 17. I'm going to read this verse 1 through 10. I, I'm, I'm going to bounce through this, and then we're going to get through a couple of things. And I'm also I'm reading this out of the New Living Translation. It says this, One day Jesus said to his disciples, There will always be temptations to sin. Always. But what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting? It would be better for that person if they were thrown into the sea with a boulder around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to fall into sin. So watch yourselves. This is Jesus talking. If another, if another believer sins, rebuke that person. Then if there is a repentance, forgive him. Even if that person is wrong in seven times in a day, you can still forgive him. Ask for forgiveness. You must forgive. Let me just repeat that. You must forgive. The apostle said to Jesus, show us how to increase our faith. They're saying, God, are you sure about this? Can you help us understand this? This is what he told them. This, this is, this is the uh, example he gave me. He said, listen, if you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, it's a tiny seed, y'all, and you could say to this tree, get uprooted or uh, may you be uprooted and plant it into the sea, and it would obey you. And this, this, is, this is really what I want to get to. This is what Jesus said. When a servant comes in from plowing, taking care of the sheep, does his master say, come in and eat with me? No. He says, prepare my meal, put on your apron, and serve me while I eat. Then you can eat later. And does the master thank the servant for doing what he is told to do? Of course not. In the same way, when you obey me, you should say, we are unworthy servants who have simply done our duty. Now, that doesn't mean we're unworthy, we're unholy, we're so unworthy to be God. He's just saying, listen, 
you were your Christian duty. You have a duty to forgive. You see, we're, we're attaching both these things. Uh, there's plenty of reason for sin. God said, you can't act dishonorable. You're going to have to forgive them seven times in a day. And seven times 70, if you, if you read it uh, uh, out of, of one of the other uh, books of the Bible there, they, they explain it a little more. And this is when the apostles say, how do we do this? How can we act like this, God? How can, how can we walk in that kind of honor? And God says, listen, it's your duty. I mean, I'm not going to applaud you guys for, for, for forgiving somebody once. It is your Christian duty to walk this out. Now, of course, we see this through all the life uh, of all the prophets in the Old Testament. You see this through the life of Jesus. These disciples experience this firsthand as they walk, as they watch Jesus go through the crucifixion. He's not defending himself. He's not swatting away people. He's not saying, you better not put that crown on me, you punk. All the wrong that is being done to him, he is simply receiving it. And then from a real place in his heart, says this on the cross, Father, forgive them. They don't understand. Listen, that is a serious place of love. For some of you guys in ministry, in in areas where you serve, you feel like you've been dishonored, you've been wronged, you've been sinned against by those around you. Now listen, up up in verse 3, it says, hey, if another one sins, you, you rebuke them. It doesn't mean you run up and go, man, you filthy sinner. What did you do? It means go go sit down and talk to him. All right? And now this doesn't mean, hey, you were supposed to be here at 9 a.m. and you came in at 9.01. This is not what we're talking about. But I have been a part of some very real conversations I've had to have with other staff members where things were just between us and they were not going right. I had to learn to do that. It was not a very comfortable process. All the times, many times it went great. Sometimes it didn't go great. Sometimes we were able to work things out. Sometimes we didn't. You know, if your heart is right in that, you're not going to have to worry about it. God is going to get that stuff worked out. Unfortunately, for some of those that we couldn't get things worked out with, I kept my heart right. I honored them. I spoke well to them. I helped them out every chance I got. And, And honestly, God moved them out of the ministry. I'm still here and they're gone. And in fact, I was talking earlier, these are these are lines you don't cross because they can derail they're subtle because they can derail you. Almost every one of those that I had to talk with and some things were going wrong, not only are they not in the ministry, they're not even serving God. It derailed their entire life. Why? Because they left that in their heart. And you gotta guard your heart because it determines the whole course of your life. Listen, we have many occasions when we're going to come up. God said it right. Jesus said it right here. There will always be temptations to sin. Every time you show up at church, every single service, every time you go to band practice, every time you show up at the ministry where you work and you go to your partners in the shipping department or the marketing department or wherever you're at and whatever you're doing, there will be occasion There will be moments, there will be actions that happen around you that will be ready to put wrong into your heart, to plant a seed of future sin directly into your heart. You say, Chad, I don't want that. Well, here's what happens. Here's how it happens. Let's say you're feeling dishonored. Let's say you're feeling wrong. Let's say you're watching somebody work and they're not doing their best and you're having to pick up some slack. Well, listen, you can talk to them about it, and that's the right thing to do. And listen, let me just put this out on the table. People say, listen, how I'm doing is none of your business. Yes, it is. We are all one body in Christ. 
Okay, we are all one body. And whatever the hand is doing, it is definitely affecting the knee. Whatever the knee is doing is definitely affecting the ears. Don't sit around and say, I'm an island unto myself. I just work here and everybody else mind their own business. No, we are a team. On any sports, on any sports team, all right, let's just take football. I mean, if the offensive line runs one way and the quarterback runs another and the guy who gets the ball says, you know what, I don't want to do this, I want to dribble, that team is going to fall apart. It's got to be together. I've got a whole podcast on Unity. We already did that. We'll go back and check it out. But it does matter. But listen, as those occasions come, here's how you need to respond. You need to forgive and you need to show honor. That's not always easy to do. So let me talk to you a little bit about that. Forgiveness, showing honor to others. That means you treat them well, even though you were not treated well. In fact, you probably, for a season, maybe a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you go out of your way to take care of them, including in ways no one sees but you. See, that's real honor. So check this out. Doing that, that is an act of faith on several levels. First of all, it proves that you trust God. That you believe he is the one who brings right. He is the one who has justice. That you're not going to go fight with some other person. You're not going to jump in the battle and battle with each other. You're just going to let God work it out. And hopefully, side note this here right here. Listen to this. Hopefully, he's going to work in their life as mercifully and as kind as he has worked in yours. Hmm. How many times did you deserve to be punished? How many wrongs have you committed to others that they did not hold against you? You want God to be as merciful to them as he has to you. So I'm talking about forgiveness and honor. These are acts of faith. Listen, second way it is, it's in obedience to the word of God. It's not giving in uh, to, to whatever you think should happen, but to the word. Let me read this. This is 1 Peter chapter 3. Verse 8 and 9. Listen, it doesn't get any plainer than what I'm about to read. It says, finally, all of you. He's talking to Christians. Peter is talking to Christians. It says, all of you should be of one mind. Sympathize with each other. Love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tenderhearted and keep a humble attitude. Do not repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. This is what God has called you to do, and he will grant you his blessing. Listen, this is not one of those things where you need to go study some ancient text in the Greeks, uh, the way of interpreting these words to figure out what, what the Bible says here. It is absolutely simple, clean, and clear. You are called to be kind, tender-hearted, and honorable to everyone, to keep a humble attitude and to resist evil, not repay evil for evil, and not retaliate. Man, it's completely clear that you are supposed to be living that way. And, and listen, I, I, I'll get to how we get there. If we're not able to get there, this is how we do it. But let me let me mention a couple other things. Uh, we were talking about forgiveness and honor being being uh, a faith in God. Listen, this is also refusing to live by your emotions and your feelings, but rather what's right. And if you refuse to re- to live by how you feel, then you're going to begin to produce good fruit in your life, fruit of the word. And you can do that. You you can stop allowing 
This is what that does. Man, I'm kind of getting off my notes a little bit, but listen to me. When you don't live by your emotions and your feeling, when you live by the word of God, this is what's happening in that moment. Someone has dishonored you or or you have an occasion to get offended. Maybe they didn't even say anything. Maybe it's just what they're doing. And you say, all right, well, I'm getting mad at them. I'm getting frustrated with them. I, I, I don't want to be around them. What do I do now? What's going on here? If you begin to say, you know what? In the name of Jesus, I will forgive them and I will not hold this against them. I will treat them well. I will honor them. I will be tenderhearted, sympathetic, and I will not repay evil for evil. Let me tell you what you're doing. The root, that, that seed of sin that's trying to get in your heart and produce failure and separation from God, you're reaching into your heart with the hand of faith and pulling that out. And instead, you're placing the Word of God into your heart, which is going to produce greater blessings, greater understanding, a greater uh, ability to walk in the grace God has already given you, greater faith. That's what you're doing right there. And if you're struggling with walking right with someone in your ministry, wherever you're serving or volunteering or you're on staff, I've said this in multiple podcasts. It holds still, it's still true right here. I'm going to say it again. You've got to begin to pray for them. Listen, you cannot have a bad attitude about what you're calling blessed. It won't work. And, and listen, I've had to do this. I've gone into prayer and said, you know, in the name of Jesus, God, I forgive this person. Even though I don't feel like it, I forgive them by faith. I declare I haven't. I will not go by my feelings. I said I forgive them, and that's it. And you're going to work this out in my heart, Father God. That's right. Forgiveness is an act of faith sometimes. It doesn't matter. You say, oh, I don't feel like I've forgiven them. Well, I can understand that. Sometimes when you see them walking towards you, your heart gets sour. Your mind gets frustrated. You start recalling some things in your mind that, 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 uh, that, uh, that you don't like about them. Yeah, that's just the brain trying to talk to you. If you give into it, give into those emotions, then, then that's where you're going to go. But if you say, no, 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 no. I called them forgiven. I call them blessed. I'm not going to have this in my life. Well, then something is going to change. That speaking out of your mouth is going to work in your life. But, but anyway, don't, don't, don't get, let me get too far off. You begin to pray for them. You begin to speak over their lives. I have done this in my own life. I said, Father, bless them. You bless their finances. You bless their children. You bless their job. Bless them in their prayer times. You bless them with, with, with understanding the word. If they go to the movies, I say in the name of Jesus, somebody buys their popcorn. If they go to a restaurant, I say in Jesus' name, somebody buys their meal. You begin to speak blessings. It will shift your heart because you cannot, you cannot be cursing them in your mind. Or, or let me say this. You can't have that bad attitude about them if you're praying over them. It may take a few prayers to get your attitude straight, but it will absolutely get straight. And you have to refuse to live by emotions. Refuse it. Now, listen. This is one of the lines we can't cross. Dishonoring those we are working with in the ministry, destroying teamwork, destroying unity over our feelings, whether perceived or real. Sometimes if we just think we're being wronged, and we're really not. This is a subtle trap of the enemy to destroy your personal life and to put a big black eye in an area of, or, or, or of fruitlessness in the ministry where you're serving. See, if, let's just say you're in the band, man, and you're a drummer and you're getting upset and this and that. Man, it's going to be a hindrance to everyone. The enemy's trying to get into your life and ruin those moments of praise and worship and ruin your teamwork and eventually ruin your gift and your heart for God 
your relationship with God and pull you all the way out of serving God. Listen, in 1 Peter, one of the things it's talked about is Jesus. Look at what he went through when he went to the cross. And it says, use his life as an example of how you are to treat others. And when that begins to happen, some this is this is what people I think so many people miss, and maybe you don't you won't understand it unless you've lived in it. So much peace of mind begins to come to you. So much freedom. Sometimes I I don't even quite know how to explain it. But it just sets your heart free. Joy is so much more stable. Enthusiasm is so much more available. The peace of mind travels with you everywhere. And God takes a more forefront position in your mind. Because you're kicking the emotions and the way you feel and the enemies work out of the forefront of your mind. I'm telling you, this is a key to growth. It is a absolute key to succeeding in ministry to honor those you work with no matter what. This is a line you cannot cross. You cannot dishonor those who you work with when you feel like they have done you wrong. Take the opposite road. Bless them. Pray for them. Speak the word of God over their lives and have faith that God is going to work it out. And he's not going to rebuke them. He's not going to rain down fiery hail and brimstone on their desk and burn it to the ground. You know what he's going to do? He's going to show them the same mercy he showed you. And subtly and in a great way, God will change their lives and you will be that open door to that grace flowing into them, into their situation. Hallelujah. Listen, do not let the enemy wreck your life. Do not let him force you to cross those lines because of your emotions or your personal feelings or your ego because somebody treated you wrong. Man, that pride, that that sucker will lead you down a... Oh, man, pride is just the worst. It's just the worst. It has no value. No value at all. Arrogance. Oh, man. I walked in pride for so long, and I've still got some areas in my life I'm fixing, but man, I'm so glad I got some out. Listen, that's that's today's podcast. I've got several more in this series, Lines You Cannot Cross. So don't miss them. And if today's podcast was a blessing to you, please let us know. You can go to the website and send us a message there. It's down at the bottom of the page. You can also just email me, ministrystaffpodcast at gmail.com. Just send me an email. I read all of them. And let somebody know about the podcast. Put it in your brain. You work with somebody, you serve with somebody, send them a link to the podcast. Let them get involved in it too. And we'll talk to you next time.